Welcome to Love and Justice Episode 2, the super serious Sailor Moon podcast, wherein I, Emma Fife, along with my co-hosts Lola Binkard and Kelby Lenormand, take an episode of Sailor Moon Crystal and discuss it in comparison with its past incarnations. This week, we're talking about Episode 2 of Sailor Moon Crystal, Act 2 of the manga, Episode 2 of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, and Episode 8 of the 90s anime. Why Episode 8? Because that's when Sailor Mercury finally shows up. And this week's podcast is all about Sailor Mercury. Unlike the 90s episode, which seems to mostly be about Luna being bad at her job. Which is weird, because in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, she's really good at her job, and she is, in fact, a stuffed animal. Anyway, on with the episode. I'll keep the F's to a minimum. Keep the F-bombs down. <laughs> I promise nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will I will say, however, that uh, watching all this stuff on Hulu, there is this ad that's running on Hulu right now that makes me crazy, um, which is that Lexus ad. Have you seen, that, seen ad. that Lexus ad? What is it? It's the one where there's the woman in the apartment and the guy gets back and yeah, he, yeah. and so like he sees that it's dripping in his right. apartment, so he goes to his upstairs neighbor's apartment and of course and then finds the boyfriend comes that they home have and yeah exactly that, that their sink has exploded yeah. and then the boyfriend who's you know decidedly less attractive than the downstairs neighbor yeah. shows up and is like oh it's hilarious miscommunication it's like no there's no stupid. it's like this man's stealing my woman. <laughs> Not, honey, what's, honey, going, what's going on? on? Like, he automatically yeah. assumes that she is cheating on him. Does and she also, often invite strangers into the apartment? Yeah, like exactly. thing that they have trouble and with? And the fact that it's supposed to be funny that instead of talking to her, he's, like, gonna fight this guy. No, that's not funny. That's not yeah. funny that's for not anyone. Funny. No. no fun in. If you think that ad is funny, please tell us, because I find no humor in it whatsoever. <laughs> please contact us at one eight eight eight. go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's why apostrophe sells. <laughs> yourselves. Yourselves. Not to be confused with yourselves. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Yourselves. Yourselves. <laughs> All right. This is the second episode of Love and Justice. Ooh. Our super serious scholastic Sailor Moon podcast. We are exactly. so smart. So smart. We're some excited owls. Yeah. That's what just happened. <laughs> there is an owl on oh. the beer oh. gang. Yes. He looks really mad. That owl is not having it. I mean, he looks mildly displeased. Oh, I will, I will completely mad. agree with that. He's not a happy owl, that's no. for sure. He looks everybody like everybody stole his beard. He looks like he's trying to remember a math problem. <laughs> <laughs> which is very appropriate for this episode, which is, of course, going to be yeah. all about Sailor Mercury. She's real good. She's She's real good at math. She is real good at math. Way better at math than I ever was. Um, so once again, this episode is not too different across the board. Uh, there, are, uh, there are some subtle differences. Certainly, yeah. in this episode, Pretty and Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is more different than the first episodes were, but it's mm-hmm. still essentially the same. The, same thing. the skeleton of the piece the, exactly. is exactly yeah. the same. Is ex- same framework. Exactly, exactly the same. Yeah. Um, so there are all scones on the outside, but the filling is different. Uh, oh, that's beautiful. That, that is. That's very that was, poetic. That's for you. 
Very poetic and also very British of you. Yeah, we got we got a little NPR I know. there for oh, a moment. Seriously. <laughs> um, so uh, once again, just kind of uh, using Sailor Moon Crystal, which is the thing that's happening now as our our framework. We'll kind of go scene by scene as much as we can. Um, yeah. Because the scenes in this one kind of don't line up as well as they do the last time around. Very true. Um, but uh, you know, just kind of starting from the beginning. Uh, in this case. Sailor Moon Crystal is the only one that has a cold open. Kelby, you want to remind us what a cold open yes, is? A cold open is uh, when you have like a little bit of some action from the episode before the opening credits start. Yeah! Let, it, let it be known that Kelby just adjusted imaginary glasses. <laughs> Because now she knows what a cold open is. <laughs> I mean, she always knew, but but know. I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah, she did. But now, now <laughs> she has got the textbook definition, and didn't she do a fantastic yeah. job? If it was a question on Jeopardy, I could answer it. Mm-hmm. What is a cold open, Alex? Okay, so the cold open in Sailor Moon Crystal is basically just a montage of Ami being good at school. Like it's yeah. it starts with her like doing a very complicated math project. Which I don't think would even happen. On the chalkboard. I know. In, high sc- in junior I high. I wouldn't think so either. Oh yeah, I always forget that they're in junior high. Yeah, they're <laughs> in junior high and she's doing some sort of goodwill hunting bullshit. I totally <laughs> is. It's so goodwill hunting. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just like, what math is this? What on earth is this? <laughs> is this what goodwill hunting is based on? <laughs> <laughs> or but this actually came after... Goodwill Hunting. Uh, the, the original manga came before it, but this scene wasn't in the manga. This I, was invented for are there, Sailor Moon Crystal. Are there edited scenes from Goodwill Hunting where Matt Damon transforms into a <laughs> sailor soldier? Because I would, are those on the Blu-ray? Because I would buy the Blu-ray and if ben that was Affleck the case. And Ben was Queen Barrel the whole time. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Does that make Robin Williams Luna? Uh, I think so. He's, he yeah. was hairy enough. He was enough. kind of the advisor, so, so then, yeah, yeah. And Robin Williams is Luna. And he was pretty wooly, mm-hmm. so. There we go. Fur. Pretty fluffy. That's your, there's your next project, Greenlight. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so, yeah, Sailor Moon Crystal is the only one where we see a cold open at all, because at this point, for a little mm-hmm. while, and, and, and Pretty Guardian kind of goes back and forth on this, where they go back and forth between having an actual cold open mm-hmm. and having a... This is what happened last week. Previously on Sailor Moon. Yeah, and that's that's what we saw this week yeah. was a previously on Sailor Moon. But the cold open is similar to, I think, the 90s. Um, it's no? not. Uh, because in the 90s, Sailor Moon, we don't see Ami until, like, at least 10 minutes into the episode. Mm. They're talking, like, they see the grades. Yeah. And they're talking oh, and they right. say, they oh, talk about that, her a little, girl, but yeah. And then she's just looking out a window. Okay. Yeah, you you really don't see her until, like, Luna goes down into the secret room under the arcade and looks at her on the computer screen. Right, right. That's, I mean, honestly, that that is the first time you see her in the, in the 90s anime. Whereas, like, what I like about Sailor Moon Crystal was they jumped in right away and they're like, this episode is about Ami, so we're yeah. just gonna start with her and it's all about her. I made a I made a note uh, to myself that um, t- to sum up this cold open, I just wrote Ami is in a hideous void of loneliness. Oh, it's very true. It's I mean it it, it's heartbreaking. It's totally it's, true. it's it's like something that Pixar would animate and make you cry before yeah. you know a, a Toy Story movie. It's it's boys talking about her and and 
saying she has no friends and her yeah. looking at Usagi having friends and just oh, yeah. just looking just a little like dead it's, it's on like, the outside. It's like in Sailor Moon Crystal, and I mean we see this a lot in Pretty Guardian too, but like in Sailor Moon Crystal, for some reason in the Ami episode, like they have just really orchestrated like nobody in school likes her because yeah. she is so smart. Right. Um, and uh, And even though I feel that like she's more sad and like self-conscious in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon than she is in Sailor Moon Crystal, like overall we see more people being kind of mean to her in Crystal than we do in Pretty Guardian Sailor mm-hmm. Moon specifically. Yeah, uh, in, in Pretty Guardian, and I wrote it down, I think I wrote Japanese school girls are totes creep. Because those girls <laughs> are just like, hey, you want to study with me? Oh, yeah, study totally. Study together. Totally, yeah, that's hey, it. That's uh, Ami, your mom's a doctor. You want to study together? Well, we, so and we creepy. see them blah, in, blah, blah, blah. In, uh, in the first scene with Ami when they're looking at the, like, inter- the, like national test scores. Yeah, in which- but they're, like, circling her. Like, they're going to eat her. Yeah. Well, I mean, even even Naru or one of the other friends, like, said something to the effect of, like, oh, no, she doesn't have friends. She only attracts, like, frenemies, basically, yeah. that want her to help them study. Those girls uh. were crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it was super creepy. Uh, but uh, getting back to uh, where it all begins, um, in both, uh, it, actually in, in the manga, in Pretty Guardian, and in the original anime, it all starts with a conversation between Beryl and Jedi about, like, yeah cram school stuff. Well, the, right. no, it, it, there's only the cram school conversation in the old, in the old anime. Uh, just a, a parents, big, oh my yeah. God, a big wad so of exposition. exposition. Yeah. Parents push their children too hard. It's like, yeah. Somebody just Wikipedia'd cram school and then just wrote that. It was like, oh, we need a couple of pages of dialogue. I'm just going to put Wikipedia definitions of cram school. Beryl says these things. Well, because I mean, at this point, I mean, we've already met Beryl in the old anime and mm-hmm. we saw her briefly towards the end of the first episode of Pretty Guardian, but in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, like, this is the first time that we see her. Unlike in the old anime, where this is episode eight. What yeah. the fuck was happening yeah. for the other six it episodes? Eight, it took us eight episodes. Yeah. I wrote that down, too. Yeah. I was like, what? I'll what tell happened? you what was happening. Chanel. And also smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. <laughs> uh, if you're intrigued, continue to be intrigued, because those will be specifically given their own episodes later. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, my, my love for the Chanel episode... I don't think I even remember. Uh, oh man! Uh, short, short form, evil tribbles. Evil tribble. That's really what they are. Evil tribbles. That's a really accurate oh um, description. It's been such a long time. And I'm personally partial to the smooth jazz episode because <laughs> if there's anything teenagers like, it's, it's mature jazz. men singing smooth jazz. Oh yeah, naturally. <laughs> wow. <man. laughs> um, but yeah. This is the first time we get a good, long look at Beryl, a.k.a. Rita Repulsa 2.0 in Pretty Guardian (laughs) Sailor Moon. (laughs) And in Pretty Guardian, it's the only one. Okay, so in the original anime, she and Jedi are talking, and there's, like, no talk about the silver crystal or anything. It's just, like... Collect energy. energy from these kids who spend all this time. Though I did actually really enjoy the question of being like, parents put all this energy to get their kids into yeah. a top-rate university. And it's like, what do they do after they graduate the top-rate university? <laughs> and then it's like, beat. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Have <laughs> children and ruin their lives? <laughs> Stupid any, human any, any of the other Dark Kingdom minions now? Yeah. Anybody in the back? What? <laughs> do you know what they do when they... Graduate top rate universities in America in in the Earth. Uh, 
I think they enter the real estate game. <laughs> are, are we talking about Spain? No! no the real, real estate, estate game. game! Oh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Uh, but to, to get back to uh, Pretty Guardian Beryl, uh, who is amazing. Very fashionable. <laughs> There's a, there is a lot going on with that costume, and I am okay with it. She is <laughs> a headdress. She has, the- uh, like, rocks just glued with, like, wire to the front of her dress. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, put some, um, what do evil people wear? Rocks and shit. Just glue and, some and rocks just, on like, there. Lots of feathers. Feathers on the shoulders. Yeah. Feathers, rocks. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. And she's got like a Maleficent-esque headdress. Oh, yeah. Kind of yeah. She totally does. She totally does. But in in, uh, in Pretty Guardian, like she and Jedi have a conversation where she's like, yeah, we got to find the silver crystal, but like keep collecting energy. That's what yeah. I want you to do now. And then she gives him like a geode. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hey, rock. here, I got you this rock. Go do stuff. <laughs> Use this thing. Do stuff and things. But, like, he doesn't even use that rock until, like, the very end of the episode. So, like, I'm really unclear as to what the purpose of that yeah. rock is. What if Feral just, like, collects <laughs> rocks and gives them to people? So they feel special. <laughs> Here you go, little Ricky. Like the, um, like the shell in Baby Mama that Steve Martin gives <laughs> Tina Fey, where he's like, this shell is for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or, like, in Bugs Life when they keep passing rocks around and they're just, like, pretend it's a seed. Yeah. Is that it? Is that the motivation? Think, I really think that's it, because as far as I can tell, this rock doesn't do anything except create leaf cyclones at the end of the episode. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but in the manga and in uh, in Sailor Moon Crystal, the scenes are almost identical, where mm-hmm. basically it's Queen Beryl being like, we gotta kill the Senshi yeah. and find the Silver Imperium Crystal and also collect more energy for our great leader. It's like a triple, a triple whammy. Little do the thing. You need to take care of all of these Stop things for me. Up. Do the thing. Do the other thing. Do the third thing. Have this rock. Yep. Well, the, he didn't well, get the rock. The rock was. Else. The rock is a pretty guardian exclusive. I've, I have just mentally added the rock to everything. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm just inserting uh, rocks into the storyline. It won't help. Constantly. It makes sense. Yep. It. It. It, it won't. <laughs> no context at all. Won't know till I try. Hmm. Um, I would. I think it's really interesting that um, uh, with the the Sailor Moon Crystal, it really is a straightforward like. Here's the thing you do: do this other thing, do this thing, don't screw up. But in the '92 yeah. one, it's like, let me tell you a story that will go on forever as I rub my hands on a globe, and then She's what? But what do the parents that. think? And what do like? Yeah. Beryl doesn't care about Beryl, the motivation. Exactly. Beryl doesn't give a She's fuck like, about what. Go like, find a bunch of the parents meat puppets. in 1994. <laughs> a bunch of energy inside of meat puppets is down there. Go get the thing. I don't care how you do it. Yeah. No, I, I agree completely. She is always playing with that crystal it's, ball, She too. really is. And I mean, we see some, like, top-notch fingernail acting from oh, Beryl and Pretty Guardian. <laughs> Uh, and it's not even like crystal ball. It is like, it's like in front of the face. It is like dental assistant in Compton <laughs> nail action. <laughs> what does that even mean? They have nail flair. I didn't know that you were such a Compton expert. Or, well, dental <laughs> hygienist in yeah, Compton do you, do at you, that. Uh, do you frequent the uh, dentist in, in Compton? Compton? You know, what I do in my free time is my own business. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Wow. For the record, uh, Letitia's doing great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so, uh, moving wow. on. Basically, after that, it is sort of a, a combination of scenes. Uh, well, it, okay. So, after 
the cold open, uh, Sailor Moon Crystal basically gets back to exactly what was going on with the manga, where it starts with that conversation between Beryl and Jedi, and then it's like Usagi at home and Luna talking to her mm-hmm. about Ami and how she thinks that she's going to be mm-hmm. another senshi. But yeah. first, but in, well, oh, you go. Oh, well, in the in the nineties though, it's not she's a senshi; it's she's a monster. A monster, which I, I don't get. Luna is so bad at her job in the nineties yeah. anime. Like, what the hell? She straight up says at one point, you know. I don't have enough information or somebody yeah, says something to her about like, you don't right. have the information. Exactly. Well, well, exa- well, that's, that's exactly what happens. I mean, so and why uh, are you in charge? You can't. Exactly. <laughs> so basically she goes to the like underground secret lair at the arcade and she has a conversation with the mysterious boss on the other uh, side which, of the Which by the way, that code is, um, well, I mean, I was watch- I'm watching the the redub, the recent redub, because mm. I I have a friend who who does a voice in it. So I just figured since I have to watch them anyway, I might as well watch the redub. In the redub, the uh, code that she speaks to the computer mm-hmm. of you know it's kind of that code thing, like yeah. in, instead of the mochi, yeah, yeah the, like, the, in Ca- like in Captain yeah, America, the where it's the like oh nice, mochi. yeah, it's like nice weather we're having. Yes, but I always carry an umbrella. It's that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, the rabbit on the moon is pounding mochi, and then like it. It's um if you don't have any context for that, it's dirty. It's very dirty. Is oh, pounding, oh, pounding mochi. mochi. Well, and then oh. his response is like, yes, and the mochi is soft and something, something. Like it's oh. just like stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I didn't I didn't think of it that way. I dirty guess it's because I was just reading subtitles and it's, it didn't uh, seem well, didn't seem as dirty to me. It's because I'm twelve. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um it's really interesting that in every other version, Luna almost immediately is like, yes, this girl, I think she's, I think she's one of us. I mean, it, and in 92, she's like, this girl is evil. You have to kill her. Well, and I mean, it, it really it does. It comes from that conversation she has with like the mysterious boss man where she's like, I sense an energy from this girl. And he's like, well, you don't know enough about her. She might be a monster. And so Luna's like, okay, we'll go with monster. We'll go with that. We're yeah. just going to assume she's a bad guy and just roll with it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, there, there was one scene that they didn't put in, uh, Sailor Moon Crystal that was in the manga that I was sort of sad about. And it's, it's again, like, I always love moments where we see that, like, Usagi and her mom are kind of the same. Mm-hmm. So, like, her mom's like, oh, little Crescent Baldy, you're so cute. Cause that's what uh-huh. they call her yeah. before they know her name is Luna. And so she's, like, poking at her and then Luna scratches her face just like she did to Usagi in the first episode. <laughs> so... I also uh, like that um, we see, again, Usagi just reading manga instead of studying. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. And I, yeah. I made the note, um, moral of the story, uh, cram schools are dangerous, just read comics instead of going <laughs> to school. Totally. Yeah, it's kind of like Cabin in the Woods where the... the, the uh, the weed. deadbeat. Yeah, it's like just smoke weed and you're going to survive. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't, the, I'm kind of backtracking a little bit hmm. back to like when I, Umino is talking about Ami oh, yes. in, oh, yeah. in, uh, also, um, in the nineties, uh, it's way, makes way more sense for him to do the exposition in Sailor Moon Crystal rather than Beryl. Yes. Cause Queen yeah. Beryl gives all the exposition in the and old anime. And it makes no sense that she would be talking about this shit, but it yeah. makes so much sense that Umino would just be babbling about what everyone is well, doing. Well, that's, that's yeah. the stalker. That's always yeah. what he does. Yeah. So when, um, uh, in the redub again, mm-hmm. uh, he makes a joke about her, her IQ. That Being it, 300? That it's over 9,000. 9,000? In, in, in the redub, that is the oh, joke. Geez. He goes, I heard her IQ is over 9,000. 
friend, that's a DBZ joke. Uh, a what joke? A Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z, Z joke. The redub made a Dragon uh, Ball Z joke. You silly. Because, you know, when they look at Goku's power level in the... Oh, yeah, in their Vegeta little, like, like yeah. freaking out about. In their, like, in their little, power, like, Sailor Mercury goggles. It's <laughs> uh, And then, like, they totally yeah. put it in the redub of 90 Sailor Moon. And I was like, Son of a, that had to have been on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, exactly. It's, like, all of them, they're... Uh, Luna goes and has a moment of being, like, there's some magical powers coming from this girl... I got to know more about it. And then it, 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 all of all, I think all versions, I can't remember if in the nineties anime, I'm, I'm pretty sure there is the moment where they're all looking at the like national test scoreboard. Yes. And yeah, Nami's yeah. number one and not yeah. number one. Yeah. For, that's like, where he makes the DBZ joke. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's also where we have uh, the really great moment in pretty much every version mm-hmm. where Usagi's surrounded by friends. Everyone's talking about this girl. And then yeah. she's there and everyone goes, shush, right. she's going to hear you. And she clearly does. And you're like, oh, oh I know. When we were yeah. first established that like, she may be a genius, but like she is isolated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so sad. Um. Uh, but one, one thing that I, uh, do want to talk about, uh, before we move on, and once again, this is backtracking, but it's in, uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon that we meet Motoki for the first time before there's anything oh, with Ami. And he's oh a creeper who just stares oh. at a turtle. <laughs> Let me, um, he is obsessed with turtles. Completely obsessed uh, with turtles. He has a pet turtle. Staring at it. He, he, he wears things with turtles on them. He talks about turtles all the time. Every other version, he is a dreamboat. He is Ryan yeah. Gosling at yeah, an arcade. He's totally Ryan Gosling at an arcade. And in but this one, this he is one. like somebody's like shut-in brother who never went to college. <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, the turtle brother, he's still at your yeah. mom's house? Yep. Yeah. He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. Well, and this and and that is the only version. I mean, not that Usagi's like crush on him is anything serious, but this is the only version where she has absolutely no interest oh, in him no. whatsoever. And you're like, I can see why. Yeah, Tur- turtle dude needs to chill out. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he cares more about his turtle than the business he works for. Yeah, because he doesn't even realize. Money. They yeah, doesn't even realize they don't give out your year long passports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which um, also. I, having watched Pretty Guardian episodes later on in the series, I was always very confused as to why, because it's a karaoke room, again, in Pretty Guardian. Yeah, and you're like, why doesn't everybody why? just go there? It's like full of their stuff yeah. just lying around. I'm like, it, what, like the honor system? They're hoping no one touches it. But then you realize in this episode that the door only appears for Luna. It's essentially like the yeah. room of requirement. Yeah. yeah. Or a number 12 Grimald place. But can I say how inefficient the secret base is? Because there's still karaoke in it. Like, there is still karaoke like in the secret can, base. That's what I, yeah. Wait, everyone needs like, to unwind sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Like, why would Luna make it that way if she wanted to get any work done? Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, in, in all other versions, like the way they're getting work done is by playing the Sailor V video game. Yeah, but so. she tricks them into that. And then she takes them to the secret computer base yeah. underneath the yeah. arcade. In this one, though, it's their secret base, but there's still karaoke yeah. in it. Yeah, I mean, the secret karaoke base is perhaps a little far-fetched, uh, but, like, and it's it's funny because, like, 
Minako's song is like the equivalent of the Sailor V video game, except for it just like inspires everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only song that plays, too. It is. Yeah. It's the it only is. song we that karaoke plays has. We don't uh, hear sure any book, of our other songs till The later. book is just that Variations song on Sailor V. Yeah, yeah. It's like all the variations that were on Toxic. <laughs> right. The Britney Spears song. Wow. Um, also interesting thing in terms of the Sailor V video game, I noticed um, the 92 version of the Sailor V game is a shooter. Yeah, yeah. She has a it's gun. a shooter she's, in the manga too. I looked at it. Shooting things. Yeah, uh, but uh, once we get to the Sailor Moon Crystal, it's more of like a Dragon Ball. It's Z like a super shooting. sweet platformer. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like it's, you got to jump and yeah, execute items. magical attacks. Yeah. I, it's they, pretty advanced. Somebody apparently decided to go. Maybe we should not have Sailor V like spraying people with bullets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not good for the children. Not good for the children at all. Won't somebody think of the children? <laughs> Um, I do like that in the scene where they're all discussing uh, Ami's amazing academic prowess that uh, we see our, <laughs> well, it wasn't the first appearance, but like in the not filler, it's the first appearance of Fat Friend. We, <gasps> is that the little troll girl that you yes! just said? I literally wrote, little troll student is mean. <laughs> yeah. who, the, who the fuck are you? She, That's uh, what I wrote. Our shorthand for her is Fat Friend. <laughs> okay. Because they make like a, an, an, a major visual joke about her in the episode where Usagi's trying to lose weight at the gym. Yeah. And it's like, literally like, look at this fat little jerk. <laughs> She's mean, dude. And she, she is mean. She randomly shows up from time to time. She is shorter than, I. she Everyone. looks like a kindergartner. She looks like the kindergartners from South Park versus <laughs> the third grader. She is tiny and she just acts like a grade A bitch. No, it's dead. so, so true. She's so <laughs> she is incredibly unlikable. And then she just one day just Disappears. stops showing up. Yeah, she's up. like, oh. she's like the Brady Bunch's they dog cousin, or like the older her. brother in, in Happy Days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just disappears. She's like, Cousin Oliver. She yeah. just goes upstairs and never comes back. <laughs> <out. laughs> cousin Oliver. Oh, man. <laughs> um, friend. I hate her. Yeah, she's she's kind of terrible. Yeah, and that's the thing is we're um, in Sailor Moon Crystal. Uh, Usagi's friends have names. They do, yeah. They have identities. They have other names. In '92, they might as well just be called Extra One and Extra Two and Fat Friend. <laughs> At least Fat Friend has like a defining characteristic. That's very true. They're just seat. They're clearly seat fillers until the Sailor Scouts in. have been introduced. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, and they do. They literally just disappear, and it's like one once. At a time. Yeah, once. Uh, once Ami and Makoto are around all the time, and you still have Naru, who is an established character. Like they just go away. They just <laughs> peace out. Yep. Um, so after all the hullabaloo with uh, Ami and her amazing grades, we see that very sad scene of her eating lunch on the roof by herself mm -hmm. in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Yeah. Uh, and then it's which I'm assuming is like the equivalent of uh, uh, eating in the bathroom or eating in the guidance counselor's or office eating which in the is what I did sometimes or, when I was 14 or or what I did which was sit in the parking lot at the 7-Eleven oh, yeah. a block away by myself and, and uh, have a big gulp oh. <laughs> Kelby did you have any sad lonely lunches in your middle school years oh in my middle school years yeah the very first time that mm. we had lunch I um got overwhelmed because uh, I came from a school that was indoors and then mm. in California all the schools are outdoors so I got really overwhelmed with how many people were in the lunch area and I uh, went and just sat next to the classroom that I was going to have oh. my next class in and like cry ate a Rice Krispie Treat. <laughs> 
Oh, and then after all of those, we have Usagi's first encounter with Ami. Now, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, we actually met Ami in the last episode because in Pretty Guardian, she and Ami are actually in the same class. Mm-hmm. In all other versions, they go to the same school, but they're not in the same, same class. They ha- she has heard of Ami. Right, because right, everyone knows who the genius met. girl is. Yeah, yeah, but they've never actually had yeah. any interaction. Um but in every version, it starts with Luna. Yeah, with Luna yeah. and Ami having an encounter. Uh, in all versions, Luna jumps onto Ami, but I think that they decided they were done throwing the stuffed cat. Well, that PA garden. was sick that day. Yeah, yeah. The, the official uh, the official cat thrower couldn't make it, so they're like, right. "Well, I guess we'll just have to set the cat down on the fucking bridge and yeah. <laughs> have her find it lying in the middle of the road." Yeah. Also, um, I I've invented a term, uh, and it is called plush work and that is uh people's ability to interact with this stuffed animal as if it is a sentient being and uh Uh ami's plush work is fantastic it's very good well and i mean usagi even comments on it where she's like do you always speak so formally to stuffed animals which is the first time i was aware that luna's premise was a stuffed animal yeah i thought she was a cat and we were supposed to suspend our disbelief what no lola no that's not that's not it at all lola no I thought it was just like a you super didn't cute know cat. She was a stuffed animal. I knew it was a stuffed animal. I thought in the universe you know, everyone else saw it was a, a real cat. cat. Oh god. Lola, this is the no. first time I've become aware of the fact that this oh, universe no. everybody thinks it's a stuffed animal. <laughs> that is incredibly sad. Oh my god. That's amazing. I learned, I learned a thing. You sure did. Wow, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but yes, in all versions, Reluna is in fact an actual cat and not a stuffed animal. Yeah. Uh, she jumps, she on, jumps Ami. on Ami. Yeah. In uh, 92, she's trying to fuck her up. Yeah, because she thinks she's a bad guy. But then and she then, gets distracted by the pets. Yeah, because yeah. Ami is so loving and yeah. comments on how fluffy she is. And they just <laughs> snuggle it up. Yeah, mm. it's so true. Yeah. Um, but yes, in all other versions, she's like, I think this is the next Sailor Guardian. So mm-hmm. that's why she tries to like, Hang out. Hang out with her so she can, like, sense more of her magical potential energies. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I I did love that um, in uh, the Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon versus the 90s anime that Luna is much better at her job as a stuffed animal than an actual cat. Yeah. (laughs) Because once again, she's like, I'm... Positive and actually, in in Pretty Guardian, she's one hundred percent positive that Ami is the next. Yeah, Sailor she's like, Senshi. this is it. Yeah, there's no like, I think this girl might be it, but we need to investigate her some more. She's like, nope, Usagi, that's the girl. Mm-hmm. She's on our team. Let's recruit her. Um, though I, I and I also did like that. Uh, Usagi comes running up and she's like, oh, that's my stuffed cat that I dropped. 20 feet ahead of where I am, and it's just... Right. <laughs> and everyone says, yep, that sounds legit. Oh, that sounds see, good. I justified it as, like, she dropped it on her way to school. And uh, nobody stole it? Sometimes Well, it's happens. Japan. It's true. Uh, no, you're right. No, I, I take it back. It's it Japan. Totally take it back. That was why I assumed nothing was missing from the karaoke room. <laughs> like, everyone Japan. was like, oh, look, here's a bunch of oh, magical look. weapons. Yeah, I'll just put them to the magical side. Magical tambourines. We'll just... <laughs> we'll put these over here. Yeah. Oh my god. I did just going back to the karaoke room for a second. I did love the scene in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon where Usagi's like abusing her camera phone powers. Yeah. Where she just like took a photo of a girl on the street who she thought looked cool. Right. Which is creepy. Don't that's, do that. No, that's what I'd do. <laughs> you are all creepers. 
I would, that would be my life. This is why I could never have um, shape-shifting as a power because I would get nothing done. Yeah, I mean, I have to admit, if, if I saw a girl with a supremely cool outfit, I might try to camera phone into her as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wow. But uh, but yeah, so uh, Usagi and Ami meet, and, and even in, in, in Pretty Guardian where they do know each other, they're not like friends. No. So this is the first time they have like yeah. a conversation. But Pretty Guardian, they don't warm up to be in... Friends, like Usagi decides they're bros right away in Pretty Guardian. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's kind of her deal in Pretty Guardian. Yeah, it really is her deal Everybody is my friend the minute I say hi. She's like a golden retriever. Yeah. She is like a golden retriever. I have just met you, and I love you. Well, and that's something I think that we see in Sailor Moon Crystal that we didn't even see as much in the manga and we don't see it to quite the extreme degree that it is in Pretty Guardian, but in Sailor Moon Crystal, like... There is definitely this like overarching idea that Usagi is befriends people really, really easily. Yeah. Um, and that she is very warm and welcoming, and you know, she makes people feel at ease because if she's so awkward, there's no way you could be any more awkward than her. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, which is uh why, you know, she immediately decides that she and Ami are gonna hang out. Uh, in, in Pretty Guardian, it's true. She literally just stalks her. And then it's yeah. like, you want to borrow my Sailor VCD? She's like, hey, I noticed you're looking at a window display for a pop singer. I have a, I have music from that pop singer. We're friends now. Take this. <laughs> which she hands over a beautiful mini disc. Yeah, which I was unclear as to what that I was. I had never oh, seen so that so in my mini life. Discs, I, I love, I had one. I loved my mini disc These player. did not come uh, to Utah. They, uh, mine was made by Sony. I don't know if any other company made a mini disc player, but they mm. looked like tiny little, like floppy disks. They were like little, oh. little baby floppy disks. But it had like a CD shape thing in it. In it, it yeah. Oh. And you, you could, um, if you, I believe if you hooked your, mini disc mm-hmm. up to your computer with like a USB you then uh through whatever software the mini disc came with mm-hmm. made a a playlist and could burn it onto oh the shit disc. it was like a, a primordial mp3 playlist yeah. it was all yeah it was totally it was all mp3 because you couldn't play it on anything else except the mini disc okay and some this mini discs were rewritable some weren't and like I I oh. loved my mini disc player. If that Sounds amazing. If that thing still worked, I would still use it. Because it was just so much fun. And it fit in your pocket. Uh-huh. And it didn't skip when you ran around. Wow. It was awesome. This sounds like it was ahead of its time. It was ahead it of its time. came out eight seconds before iPods. <laughs> it, I mean, it might have. I, I was I Is it was the Betamax? I definitely, <laughs> exactly. I definitely went from like MP3 CD, like, because mm. there were MP3, we had like an MP3 Disc man, basically, yeah. but I went from like that to iPod. <laughs> there was no, there was no yeah. mini disc oh, in the evolution of my music listening. My I, friends and I used to like exchange mixed mini oh. discs. So mm-hmm. you were Usagi, in essentially. A way. Yeah. yeah, you just like stalked a girl from your class and were like, "You like this thing? I saw you looking at a poster. <laughs> Have this thing. I love you." <laughs> Except I was just only capable of heavy breathing at the time, which is something that we definitely see. Uh, in, I think in Sailor Moon Crystal more than anything else, that Usagi is, like, gay for all of her teammates. Yes, which She I is love. hot for every pretty girl every pretty on her girl. team. I every like pretty it. Girl. Yeah, she's like, oh, I do she's too. really cute. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, she is. She is really cute. She is really cute. And I yeah. think we have straight up established later on, once we get to Sailor Uranus, 
she actually does have feelings for girls. Yeah. Like, Usagi's sexuality is quite fluid. There is mm-hmm. a possibility if Mamoru wasn't around that she really would decide she was in love with one of her teammates. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. If one of her teammates put the moves on her, she'd probably be like, what? Okay. okay. <laughs> Uh, um, so she, uh, just stalks Ami on Ami's way to cram school in the, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. And then in all the other versions, she and Ami go to the arcade. Right. Uh, this is in the not filler episodes, the first time in the nineties anime that we've seen her go to the arcade. Um, last time she just stopped in front of it. Yeah, exactly. Though there was, okay, I will say that I I believe it's episode two of the 90s anime that she first actually goes into the arcade. Uh, Though I don't know if she goes into the arcade or we just like meet Motoki. It's during the episode where she's like, having weight loss issues. (laughs) Oh, yeah. One of of my favorite scenes in Sailor Moon is when she's, like, stumbling down the street because she hasn't eaten anything for three days and she's super hungry and she passes out and Motoki catches her and he's like, Usagi, are you okay? Do I need to take you to the hospital? And she goes, no, I'd rather go to a restaurant. (laughs) We are going to have to do an episode just for that. Oh. Oh, yeah. God, it's so good. Just for the filler. Um, yep. But uh, in, in not filler, this is, you know, she's at the arcade. Right. With Ami. Uh, we don't even see Motoki right away. They just go straight to playing the Sailor V game. It's a shoot 'em up um, In the 90s anime, it seems like she gets possessed by the game and yeah. she doesn't really enjoy it. Right, like she's mad that she's winning. Yeah. She's like those kids in um, toys that are playing mm. the war game oh, and they yeah. sort of mentally check out. Yeah. It was kind of, kind of that. Like she goes to like not a happy place, just an unhappy yes. place. I, fe- I felt like I'm gonna get June Diane Rayfield. I felt like what? she uh, was having a moment of just being upset that she was good at the game because it was something that she'd never done before, and it was mm. something that normal kids participated in. And I think this was a moment that she was hoping she would have something that she wasn't good at right away. And then when she was good at it right away, it was kind of disappointing because it's like, great, now I'm a weirdo here too and I was supposed to be having a good time. Yeah. I could see that, but I also see the opposite in Sailor Moon Crystal where she seems to enjoy it the most, even more so than she does in the manga. And I think it's a moment of being like, oh, this is just like a totally normal thing that kids do and like, you know, people are resentful of me because I'm so smart, but, like, people are impressed by how good I, good am, I am at this, at this video yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the 90s version, they get, like, it's probably, deeper, but... It's yeah. probably, Sailor Moon Crystal, it's probably the first time in her life that people have enthusiastically enjoyed yeah, something Ami did. Yeah, that she did. was doing. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that completely. I can see where that comes uh, from. And I do love that in Sailor Moon Crystal, they kept, like it was in the manga, that she wins her transformation. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. In, in the 90s anime, Luna just kind of, like, dropped. Yeah. Somewhere nearby. Where did it come from? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Luna she, like, just manifests. It. She like throws it at her Something. in the, in the battle does, at the cram school. And she does that with all of the Sailor Scouts. She literally just chucks, and they're not pens, they're just wands. Yeah. yeah. She literally you never see them just, right with them. In the middle of a battle, just like hucks a wand. Where is she keeping them? At them. Yeah, I'm unclear about that. Where does she, does she keep them? Does she have hyperspace pockets? Like, <laughs> she must. Um, do they come out of. Of the crescent the moon crescent in her head. Moon. I don't know. Is we, it like fully coolie well, where it's a portal to somewhere oh else? <laughs> well, I mean, we see in Pretty Guardian that Usagi like materializes her weapons from her like brooch. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's the same technology. Maybe it's like a Nico, uh, Nico from Runaways thing. 
Uh, who, for the record, is a witch, and uh, her the, her staff that she uses to fight uh, literally like yeah pops pops out of her chest. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but in uh, in the '90s anime, she's literally just playing the game, and then all of a sudden, like looks at the time and is like, oh no, I gotta go to cram school! And she like runs out of her adoring fan crowd. And yeah. she and Usagi do have a moment where they're like, oh, I'm, s-, where Usagi's like, I'm so sorry I made you come to the arcade with me. And she's like, no, it's cool, it was fun. Yeah. Um, But I have to go to cram school now, right. bye. Because all I'm good at is studying. Right. Oh. Which is something she says in every version. So sad. It is, it's really sad. I get a lot of Ami feels. I, I think it's also uh, really valid to point out that um, from a culture that really values like doing well in school the fact yeah. that they're acknowledging the anxiety of kids yes that are oh, brains it's so important is so because they very easily could have made her just sort of like this golden child of like i love studying and it's great all the time yes. be like me yes which i i do feel that they downplay the anxiety and the insecurity in the 90s anime absolutely um and they really play it up in pretty guardian yeah mm-hmm. and and even though like Story-wise, Pretty Guardian is the most different from all of them. I think Sailor Moon Crystal and Pretty Guardian are the most similar in tone. Yeah. Like, Sailor Moon Crystal carries the same emotional weight that Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon does. Well, aren't those two versions the ones that the creator was closest to? Yeah, Naoko Takeuchi is much more involved in those than she was in the 90s anime. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I do feel that that Sailor Moon Crystal does a better job with the, like, emotional impact than even the manga does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess that some of that is it has more time, it has more scenes, and and basically I think that they have done a fantastic job of basically uh, following the exact story of the manga and just adding, you know, some of some of the emotional depth that, yeah. that was explored yeah. in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon that I do really, really love. Oh, I feel like it's it's also a crucial point because um especially in Sailor Moon Crystal, uh it, in the nineties one, um it tends to be very much a sense of like Here's which one we are. Like, in terms of, like, the way power rangers yeah, are colors, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm the nerd, I'm the hothead, I'm the sports girl. Totally. And it's just sort of like a, a They're almost shtick. caricatures, yeah. Um, but the thing that we really see, and I keep, the thing that I keep making notes about is um, I compare being a, a Sailor Senshi to being a slayer from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. It's um, this isolating thing, but it's also tends to draw people who felt like they were on the fringes already, kind of. Yeah, completely. So it's, it's uh, they have these things that seem to be like flaws or problems or anxieties, mm-hmm. and those are actually their greatest strengths. Yeah. And it's very interesting to me that each um, uh, Sailor Soldier starts as a, a flaw yeah, and then finds out that flaw is like their yeah, destiny. Yeah, that's what's special about them. And that yeah. is, it's so fucking metal. It really is. <laughs> I, I This is why I have not made it through an episode of Sailor Moon Crystal without bursting into tears. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't cried once. Nope, not once. No. I haven't cried at all. No, no. I'm not crying slightly now. Oh, just thinking about it. Um, but uh, so, yeah, in, in the 90s anime, also, she leaves her disc from the crystal seminar, the oh, cram yeah. school she's going to behind right arcade. away at the arcade. Yeah. Um, which brings me back to the first scene where they're talking about the crystal seminar in the 90s anime, which in the moment I was really annoyed about. But then afterwards, I was like, nope, 
Actually, it makes sense because they talk about how expensive it is to go to the Crystal Seminar and it really pissed me off that in the 90s anime, she was getting a scholarship. I was Uh, like, how are you getting a scholarship if you don't need financial aid? Um, But then I realized, oh no, she's getting a scholarship because the Dark Kingdom is targeting her specifically. Right. They're recruiting brains. Yeah, but in no other version do they mention she's getting a scholarship. No, no, no. In point of fact, in Mm -hmm. uh, Sailor Moon Crystal, they are recruiting on the street and offering free enrollment. Yeah, which I thought was very... Yoma-like. Yes. It, it basically, if you live in Tokyo, don't take anything that is no, free. No, if there's a mega sale, like, you don't go to the go. other side of town. Go, don't go. If somebody it. If somebody's offering you free samples of a smoothie, punch that person. <laughs> they are a demon. <laughs> don't, don't actually do that. No, don't. Uh, what I loved about her leaving the disc Maybe behind... do that. <laughs> don't punch people, children. What punch I lo- people. No. <laughs> But what I loved about her leaving the disc behind in the 90s version is that Luna was like, don't give that disc back right away. Let's, like, look at it. Investigate they it. They put it in the computer. An evil voice comes out of it is like, join us. <laughs> join us. Yes. And Luna's instant thought is, see, told you, your friend is evil. I'm like, I, wait, why wait. is Luna so dumb in the 90s anime? I'm like, you can't just assume that because she has this disc that, it's a, that she's well, the bad And guy. also, I would like to point out that the 90s anime is the most dated of any of them, even though it's the a, manga came before the anime. It is the only one where they use a floppy disk. Yeah, I couldn't understand it's, why we decided to. I, I felt oh, they, uh, they use a CD-ROM. I felt I felt a lot of nostalgia for um, the time period in which a floppy disk could change the fate of the world. I made a note. I wrote I wrote um, the first story arc on gargoyles, Sailor Moon, and the net. Oh, All no. situations the where the fate of the world was on a floppy disk that could probably hold the equivalent of like a Facebook update. <laughs> just that yeah it's it's so so true um in every other version though there's like a little more plot before we get to the climax of Ami being at the cram school Mm -hmm. and Usagi basically like going to her rescue and she figures out that like bad stuff's going on but the reason in the 90s anime that like that seems to happen so much faster is because there's been so much freaking exposition that it's like exposition 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 uh Oops, I forgot we got to tell Sailor Mercury's story. Like, she's maybe in half the episode, even though it's supposed to be about her. Yeah. She's not, it, she's a, she's a, I, I feel like this is true kind of across the board. All of the, the, the senshi are supporting characters. In their own stories. It was sort of like somebody in, in the writer's room was like, well, you know, really this is the story of, you know, Serena, so... We gotta, like, you know, just make it about her. And all these other people are sort of, like, her cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. Instead of really getting into the depth of, like... Who they are as people. Who these people are as human yeah. beings. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there, there is, uh, in... At this point in... Uh, well, in all versions, even though, she, even though in the 90s version she has gone straight to the cram school before right. she, like rescues Ami, she has a encounter with uh, <laughs> with good old Mamoru. Oh, Local yeah. asshole. <laughs> if you're watching the 90s one. And if you're watching Pretty Guardian he's in this really one, mean he's her. super mean to her it's in this basi- one. I feel like he, it, like, 
in the 90s one, here is my here is my origin story. I feel like instead of like Bruce Wayne having his parents murdered and deciding to fight crime, somebody was a douchebag to him and he was like, I will out-douche everyone in the world. My mission is to find people having a crisis and ruin their day. And, and he like squashed their hopes around and he's like, oh, look, a girl who's having a day. Hey, idiot. Are you still <laughs> fat and bad at school? Peace out. Wow. Mama real. <laughs> Well, I mean, in, in a teenage asshole here to shit on your dreams. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty in that good. outfit though, in oh, that outfit, those pleated khakis. I, I, here's the thing: is the when he wears grandma sweater, when he oh. wears the windbreaker, I just imagine him walking away and just goes. <laughs> Real tough, well, I man. Mean, in Pretty Guardian, the scene in between. Um, so there's no like disc in Pretty Guardian. In fact, right. in Pretty Guardian, it's the opposite that like she gets saved from the evil brainwashing because she is listening to Minako's music See, instead of the to power, the teacher. The power of the mini disc. The power of the mini disc. Can save you. If it had been on a CD, that would have been a completely different story. It's true. Uh, but uh, it, yeah, so in Pretty Guardian, um, Usagi like goes home and her mom's like, I enrolled you in a cram school. It's going to be great. (laughs) And she gets kind of her a map to where she's going to go. But Usagi assumes it's the Alto Academy. It's, it's called something else. In the other ones, ones it's called the crystal seminar. Seminar. And in, in uh, pretty guardian it's called the Alto Academy. And she's, she gets kind of amped because she's like, Oh, well this sucks, but at least I'll be with Ami. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and then she's, we, yeah, she's we like find out. Across, she's walking across the bridge going, do, 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 where do I need to go? And she sees the Alto Academy and she's like, that's where oh, I'm going. That's where I'm going. And then she <laughs> runs into Mamaru, who looks at her map and is like, girl, it's not that one. It's the one across the way. And he points to a building that has cartoon <laughs> whales and. I think maybe a dinosaur. A dinosaur. A Basically, it's a school where the scissors aren't sharp <laughs> and all of the tests are going to be done with crayons. Like she's going to, I don't know if anyone else's school had this, where there was like the trailer out back oh, where yeah. the special kids went. Oh yeah, yeah, like the remedial class. Like when you were like held back a grade and it was not working, <laughs> you just went to the trailer. She's going <laughs> to the trailer. Yeah. Yep. Which, what a sick burn to be, like, looking across the way at the really smart school. That is Well, and I mean, and and her comment is, oh, come on, Mom, that's too basic. Because, I mean, it's established in in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon that, like, no, she's not great at school, but, like, she cares. She is honestly trying. She's not stupid. She's not stupid. She's very naive, but she's not stupid. And she's like, Mom, that's too basic. And Mamoru goes... Seems to suit you perfectly. And who uh, says that to somebody they don't I even know? know? What a dick. And then he just flies away like Batman <laughs> into the night to ruin someone else's it's like, day. Listen, brosif. Zooming, uh, zooming zoom. through the sky like, hey, that dress makes you look fat. Swoosh. <laughs> it's like, listen, brosif, just because you didn't have parents to teach you not to be a massive dick does not <laughs> mean you just like go around treating other yeah. people like garbage. Has Tons no of orphans are not assholes. Exactly. Not exactly. Just just because you got a fancy orphan apartment. Yes. Did right. we talk about that in the last one? <laughs> no, because uh, we haven't really I met have, I have a theory because every character in this show who is a teenager and has no parents has an amazing apartment. I think the government just hands you, instead of a foster home, they just go, well, here are the keys to your orphan apartment. 
And it's the nicest Good luck. In Good really luck. It's real you're, nice. You're paid up until you're 18. Best of luck. Best of luck to you. Um, but I, I really like her encounter with Mamoru in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, where, you know, she's there, she's in front of the Crystal's, um, seminar and they're all like, in general now for free, it's great, you'll love it, it's the best way to study. And she, uh, she takes the flyer and she's like, oh, Ami's even on the flyer, wow, I guess she really is a big deal. She's like, I'm not going to this stupid thing. I hate school. And she like crumples it up and throws it in his face. And this is the second time that right. she's hit him in the face with trash. Right. And uh, yeah. And I, I I, can't remember if he says it in the manga, but I do specifically remember in Sailor Moon Crystal him being like, hey, do I look like a trash can to you? Stop throwing things at me. <laughs> um, and he is still wearing that tuxedo. <laughs> Take it off. You oh. look like a Dracula. You're not <laughs> blending in anywhere. But I I, uh, I appreciate that he immediately points out where he's like, I'm not a trash can. And also you were talking to your cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are a crazy child. Um, I would also like to point out um, the, the situation at the cram school. Um, instead of uh, the Yoma handing out a CD, she, she is you know, using her own voice to do oh, all yeah, the brainwashing. In, in Pretty Guardian. Um, how she is possessed by a Yoma is straight out of goddamn Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. There is a statue of a dog. Yes. It comes to life and it chases her. It really her. is out of Ghostbusters. There is no cram school. There is only Zool. Also, I would <laughs> like to point out that the way that these Yoma happen in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is there is like, they're like... A kid's school project sculpture of like a man and his dog, and little Ricky shows up and he like puts a spell on them that makes them into like monsters that have CGI about the level of the television series reboot. Oh my god! I just want one of them to say to Usagi, "Are you a god?" (laughs) I believe I wrote down the fuck (laughs) d a f u q. Is this creature design? Yeah. Because as somebody who makes monsters for a living, I just don't, I don't, what is this? What, why, why did we feel, (laughs) I mean, I I don't understand. Why is there so many Power Rangers, like, were these Power Ranger monsters just hanging out in the warehouse? And they were like, you know, we would save a lot of makeup budget if If we just reuse the creature suits. these costumes from the 90s. Yeah, let's just reuse these creature suits and those will be the monsters. About that scene I specifically wrote... (laughs) Little Ricky literally turned a weird clay sculpture into an overgrown Pokemon. <laughs> it is. I, it, it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I, d- I don't understand why we couldn't just Ugh. make up mm-hmm. the lady yep. who is the creepy cram school teacher. Like, why couldn't we just put makeup on that lady? I don't know. I, d- I don't know. That is something you will never see in Pretty Guardian There is Sailor no Moon. practical makeup. Yeah, they're never, they're never like, you know what? We're just going to make this human look creepy. They they're would like, save nope. so much money. Pokemon. Contacts, body paint. Crazy nails, brow prosthetic. Yeah. Done and done. Yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer did pretty well on it for yeah. a very long time. Yeah, but for some reason, no, we need all the Power Ranger knockoff monsters yeah. to come. The in. only time we sort of see that is like after Kunzite shows up in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, like where mm. he like turns people into Yoma and like you see a little bit of the process of them transforming. Right. But like once they're a full on Yoma, they're like a Power Rangers. A, a stuffed wolf suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh uh the Yoma in the nineties cartoon 
is so scary. She's so scary. She's super roided up and she's red and she's got she's this Grace really Jones terrifying. haircut. I they, know. They always, they look, um, every female Yoma in the 90s one looks like a combination of Grace Jones and like um, Nazi Germany's like Aryan ideal woman. Which yeah. is like that, like joyless, with, like I could break a walnut with, on like, my cheekbones. With like a Lego yeah. set and an electric guitar thrown in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally. Naturally. Yeah. She was creepy. And then also that 90s, Yoma was all about like it was like like the standoff on the bridge in Monty Python. We're gonna ask questions. Oh yeah! <laughs> and I actually I actually sort of liked that. I have to say, <laughs> um, it was a it was a little odd. I did feel smart because I, I was able to answer right, all of the questions. Right. I, I do like that one of her questions to Usagi is explain gravity in 50 words or less and Usagi's response is that's impossible <laughs> which would be my response if you handed me a piece of paper well right and now. I actually thought that like if if I were the Yoma I would have given Usagi points for being clever when she was like why does an apple fall to the ground when it falls off a tree and Usagi goes don't ask me ask an apple <laughs> I thought that was clever half credit See? yeah I would I would give her points for creativity yeah, give her half credit half yeah. points yeah, yeah. Give her, give her, if that was worth 10, give her five. Mm -hmm. I would be the worst teacher, by the way. (laughs) You tried. Any smart ass answer, I'd be like, that's hilarious. (laughs) A plus. (laughs) And then you're the kid that actually answers everything correctly and they only get like a 92. (laughs) But the kid with like a sick burn, I'd be like, fuck yeah. (laughs) Full score. A plus song lyrics is an answer. Classic. Yes. Um, but, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Usagi and the analyzing the crystal disc with Luna, Mm. um, in, well, we talked about in the original anime, how it was just like, your friend's evil evil. voices, obviously that one's the bad guy because she was carrying the disc, not, oh wait, all the kids that go to the school are using this disc. It's yeah. supposed to brainwash. It's almost right. as if we've seen brainwashing in play literally already, already literally for in eight the episodes. last episode. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. This is episode eight. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, in in uh, Sailor Moon Crystal, this is the only moment where I feel like it's taking place in the here and now is because of Usagi's laptop. Oh yeah. Oh my god, so cute. It is a cute laptop. <laughs> um, but in both uh in both the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, she's at least actually actively involved in deciphering the disc. Yeah. Whereas in the old anime, it's all Luna. Oh, right. see, I love I, I felt like me and Usagi share a moment because her response to solving <laughs> this disc was Oh, I don't know how to do this. Let's just push some keys. I'm just going to push all of these buttons. And I said, that's how I solve problems. Yeah, and in, in the manga, she literally just starts hitting the computer. <laughs> just like she hit the arcade machine to make yeah. it give her her, her, her moon pen. It yes. worked last time. It totally did. It totally worked out for her. Hitting things works. Yeah. yeah. If there's anything we learned from Sailor Moon, it's if at first you don't succeed, just beat up the machine. Yes. But uh, yeah, so in all in all versions, she figures out, oh no, something bad is going on. I gotta go to Ami's rescue. Yeah, yeah. Um, And in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, she's already had a conversation with Ami at this point about Mm -hmm. the fact that like. She is a sailor senshi. Right. She's oh, like, yeah, yeah. Ami, oh, she listen. Just, she just you're lays part of my it on team. Her. But unfortunately, she like chose the wrong order to say things in. Right. She's like, Ami, I really want to be your friend. P.S. You're part of my team. Yeah, but she also like waited to tell her at school in a corridor. Yeah, and, like, there's like no, just not like didn't even have Luna with her. And yeah. she's just like, hey, guess what? Like that's the equivalent of someone walking up to you and being like, dude. Guess what? Angels versus demons. 
totes bringing about the apocalypse. You are a guardian angel reincarnated. Me, I'm supposed to teach you some shit. This is how it's going to go down. Yeah. Like, that is what, and that then you is go, what happened. I have to go to math class. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, she's a crazy person. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a crazy person. It's, it's, it's also interesting that um, Ami is, takes that in a stride. Is like okay, yeah, that's real. But her thing is the same thing that most like really. I I I was an idiot when it came to math, but like when it yeah. came to like English and history, I was very smart. Mm-hmm. And it's that gut punch when everyone's like, "Be in our group, you'll do everything right." Yeah. So the fact that she's like, yeah. "Oh, cool, Usagi wants to hang out." Oh, it's just because I'm gonna do everything mm-hmm. again. But it's like <laughs> she's on board with. Yes, I am a intergalactic fighting magical space princess. (laughs) Hell no, I don't want to hang with you because you only want to be my friend because Because I am this intergalactic (laughs) space princess thing. Yeah, and I was like, girl, you need to like reevaluate. She really does take that at face value. She's like, I accept all of this is true. Yeah, it's true. Which is very confusing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but, uh, but yeah, so basically Usagi shows up at the cram school when Ami is in the peak of danger in, uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. She has avoided it because she's been listening to Minako's music Mm -hmm. in the manga and in the original anime. She's not really susceptible to it because she hasn't really been using the disc. Yeah. It's interesting that in Sailor Moon Crystal is the only version where she Mm -hmm. is actively using the disc. Yeah. Which yeah. I know a lot of people had a problem with, but personally, once again, this is just like updating it. Like yeah. everyone would study with a yeah. disc now. Everybody, yeah. Textbooks Ami being cheating. smart would be up on technology, yeah. you know? Textbooks in college come with like a, yeah. an interactive disc well, now. Completely. And also, it makes sense because she's a really good student and she's going to follow the rules to yeah. get yes. the good grades. Absolutely. There's yeah. absolutely. no reason that she would get handed a disc and be like, nope, I'm doing it my way. No, yeah. no. Because that's not how getting really good grades works in a structured uh, right, yeah. school right. system. And I mean, in, in, uh, in, the manga, the scene where she and Usagi are in the computer lab and Usagi's like, want to come get ice cream with us? And initially Ami's like, yeah, let's do it. She thinks about how the teacher had been pressuring her before mm-hmm. being like, everyone expects great things of you, Ami. They're trying to catch up to you. And she's like, oh, I gotta go to school. Yeah. But in in Sailor Moon Crystal, she like the hears other people going in. and the program kicks in mm-hmm. and she's like, I have to go. Yeah, It's super yeah. creepy. It's upsetting. Yeah. I, it was like... It was like way more upsetting and ultimately more satisfying, I think, with her actually getting possessed by mm. the disc. Um, but the thing that's interesting is that in the only version where we see any consequence to the other kids being around, like the other students, it's the original anime. Yeah, they become yeah. like zombie drone Yeah, kids. in all the other versions. First of all, in, in Sailor Moon Crystal, Ami like stayed late or something because yeah, she's she the only one at the computer lab. And right. then there's a huge deal about this girl's gonna be like her super brain is yeah. the one we need. Yeah, yeah. And they talk about that in the manga too, but like the other students are there? Question mark in the manga? Out, but they just like, maybe. Not, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's really unclear exactly what happened right. to everybody else in the manga. And then in... Uh, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, they're passed they, out. They are passed out, and of course, as always, they take the fight outside. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. in that same weird warehousey convention yeah. center oh, type setting, we, well, we're starting to think it's a college. She, oh, like yeah. it's a college yeah. campus that they filmed on, and they just use different angles. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, okay. I, I think if there's one thing we're learning from the universe of Pretty Guardian, it's that it, it's sort of structured like the background of a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. <laughs> there is um, uh, an auditorium, there is a college, and there is a forest. Mm-hmm. And if you run long enough, you'll just rotate, rotate through all the three. of them. Yeah. If you start fighting in one, you will end up in the forest, yeah, and totally. then you'll go inside. Yep. That sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds very accurate to me. Um, I would also like to add, I'm pretty sure uh, no one in Tokyo worries when people don't come home. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. people are always passing out and being gone for hours. Like, everyone's at home like, has anyone seen your 13-year-old sister? Eh. Yep. Where's my husband? He'll show up. I don't know. <laughs> Bob didn't come into work today. Oh, well. eh, no big. That's fine. Bob's always going it's, off. They're yeah. very ambivalent about missing persons. They cases. really are ambivalent about missing persons. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so in all the versions, there's a fight with the Yoma. The Yoma reveals itself as mm. being the the baddie of the week, basically. And uh, there's a fight in... I made I made a note uh, regarding the Pretty Guardian where I said uh, during the Yoma fight, mm-hmm. I bet Ami wishes she went to idiot school right now. <laughs> I bet that didn't happen over at Sunshine and Dinosaurs. Yeah. No, yeah. they were having apple juice and a snack. <laughs> While watching The Lion King. <laughs> that school sounds great. Uh, I'm sorry, Kimba the White Lion. Oh, you're right. I'm let's, sorry. Let's get real. Kimba let's, the White yeah, Lion. The original that you're right. Disney totally ripped off. Mm-hmm. Look um, it up, kids. Uh, but it was also Hamlet. They ripped it's off Kimba so the White oh, Lion and man. Hamlet. Oh, dear. Man. Oh, dear. Um, but, uh, you know, in the original anime, she has the fight with the monster where it's like throwing the papers at her. And yeah. then Ami ends up transforming. I don't remember in the 90s anime if Usagi gets glued to the wall with the papers. No, she doesn't. That the only, papers were that actually only really, happens in Sailor Moon Crystal. Yeah, the papers yeah. were actually really brief. Like, they, it was like, shoot papers, they stick in the ground. Shoot papers, they stuck into that chair. Shoot papers, they stuck mm-hmm. into the computer. I and believe she's just huddling and papers she's are being yeah. shot. Yeah, and also, the reason that Ami like, has to transform in the 90s anime is because uh, oh, yeah, Serena's, the creatures- being, well, Serena's being such a fucking crybaby right. about it. Well, and the Yoma's like shoving her face into a computer oh, yeah, being yeah. like, why isn't your energy getting drained? <laughs> she's literally bonking her face. <laughs> she is. Like, gunk, 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 gunk. Yeah, and then yeah. she transforms into Sailor Mercury, creates mist, and then Sailor Moon uses Mujiara action, also, and the Yoma dies. this is the eighth episode in that anime series. We have gone eight episodes where her only attack is the is tiara. Is yeah. And I I just... I you done with the boomerang? <laughs> you need like, to figure some other shit out. Else. You need yeah. something else. Maybe a Punch gun somebody, or a maybe. sword. Maybe a slingshot? Yeah. Maybe even fist. just kick. Like, kick things. Kick maybe. Which she does, which she does in the manga. Yeah. Like, in the manga, she doesn't get glued to the wall with the papers no. either. Um, uh, Sailor Mercury transforms, but you don't actually see Sailor Mercury transform in right. the in the manga at all. Like, you, like literally, it's just like Luna's like, use that pen I gave you, and then whoosh, we're in a fog. Yeah. And Usagi's like, um, what? And then she kicks the Yoma. And then Tuxedo Mask appears for no reason. Which is how he usually appears. And is like, believe yourself. And then <laughs> she throws the boomerang and the Yoma dies. Have we recommended that video for this audience <laughs> no, yet? No, not yet. Go to YouTube, type in Tuxedo Mask. Uh, there's a sketch. We keep referencing it's it. Amazing. You watch you it. It's watch it. I won't even go into it. Just watch it. J- yeah, just watch it and your lives will be changed for the better. Yep. It'll be the um, greatest. Which is why I liked in Sailor Moon Crystal, they like... 
justified tuxedo mask showing up because he actually does rescue her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically, like, she gets glued to the wall with the papers, and then right after uh, Sailor Mercury transforms, which we do see. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and was she, it was beautiful, and she actually uses like a somewhat useful attack. Her yeah. attacks are a lot less silly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so she she does create her like 90s a deep, attacks were a little bit. Wee! Yeah, she creates like a deep mist, and so then like Usagi has a moment of being like, "Okay, where did everything go? It's gonna be okay." But then the Yoma notices her and charges at her, yeah. and it slashes with its fingernails, but she manages to not get cut. It just cuts up. The papers, and then Tuxedo Mask like swoops in and carries <laughs> her away, and then she uses Moon Tiara Boomerang, and right. everything's happy and wonderful. Yeah, um, but uh, the fight in uh, Pretty Guardian, uh, which uh, through the power of rhythmic gymnastics, <laughs> the yes. two girls work together to defeat to defeat the, the Yoma monster. and its dog. Uh, just and as dog. just as uh, as Xena was mostly like flips to places that came, <laughs> yeah. that ended fights. This is mostly cartwheels. In, in, it's mostly cartwheels and running, running in, in circles, circles. Uh-huh. with your arms out yes yeah. pretty hands everyone. yeah it's the equivalent of xena's uh backflips into trees yeah. and onto shoulders yes. it's, very, it's very true that's exactly what it is but i i would like to point out that the way that ami saves herself from plummeting to her death is, is by yeah. transforming into sailor merchant she does some next level like water bending. I know. She's like, <laughs> she transforms and then uses the fountain below her to help her land. Like, yeah, I can do this. No big. <laughs> yeah. I also like that in the transformations with both Sailor Scouts uh, in Pretty Guardian, the backgrounds are very um, karaoke. Have you oh, ever, yeah, have, have you ever had Asian friends with their own karaoke machine in their houses? I've been no. to the karaoke rooms Where do I, in you, Japan. You know those Where do I make these that play friends? while you oh, sing yeah. your songs oh, and they're yeah. like weird stock yeah, footage it's like of either space yeah, or it's like, Holland. It's like stock footage of space or it, or in some karaoke rooms like weird, weird Japanese soap opera music videos. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even or like completely or songs just that were never in the show. stock footage of Germany which was where <laughs> my Ex, my ex boyfriend was Filipino, and his karaoke machine. It was just stock footage of like Holland and Germany, like fields of tulips. Yeah, <laughs> and like people walking through shops and chocolate factories, and oh, like winter that and snow. And, and yeah, but it was like I'm singing ballroom blitz right now. Why is there Holland in the background? <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a pleasant avalanche happening yeah, while but I'm like the backgrounds behind the girls when they transform are like those. Yeah, I I agree. I agree with that. Or their wind or their windows wallpapers like very. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like 95. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yup. Uh, yes. But I, but I do like that this is the only version where we specifically see Ami is the one, like, doing the damage and, like, getting it yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I like that in Pretty Guardian, their transformations are, like, they get the colored hair. Yeah, and, like, right? yeah. So it's, it's okay to, like think that no one knows who they are yeah it's a little it is so definitely different. definitely a not, little more believable it's not it's not a color-coded group of five people walking <laughs> around all the time it's so true yeah yeah i agree we need to find those five sailor scouts one of which has short blue hair one of which has long dark hair one of which has blonde hair uh, one and the of other which one has, has a ponytail. Has a ponytail. <laughs> Let's ask these five teenagers. One of which has short blue hair. <laughs> one has long dark hair. They might know something. <laughs> or especially Usagi and her damn hairstyle. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Not fully. Oh, which by the way, um, I liked that um, in Pretty Guardian and also the '90s anime, mm-hmm. the disguises 
actually are disguises. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, because yeah. when she uses, because to get into the cram school in all versions except Pretty Guardian, yeah. um, she uses the pen yeah. to transform into a, a doctor, doctor, but it's a nurse in the 90s yeah, anime. Yeah. Like, Usagi's aspirations are right. not high enough. But, like, her, yeah, no. at least her hair changes. Yeah, at least she looks different. Because I believe I when I was watching the Crystal episode, You're my, like, how does nobody my, know who she is? Yeah, my note was, your disguise isn't fooling anyone. She, yeah. looks, she looks like a teenager. Yeah, in exact same in hair. A nurse outfit. In a yeah. nurse outfit. Yeah. It's so true. Though I swear at some point in some version of the series, I'll confirm this if and when I ever find it, but I swear there's one where like when she is transformed, she looks in a mirror and her reflection looks different. Um, oh, Quantum Leap. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like Quantum Leap, I this think. This is the second episode where we've mentioned Quantum, yeah. mentioned Quantum Leap. I mean, it's relevant. It's a running theme. I like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now I want Scott Bakula in a Sailor uh, Scout uniform. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Somebody make that. Uh, oh, man. Um, I would also uh, like to add, I have a theory. Some people have pointed out... Um, that Ami's uniform in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal does not have sleeves. sleeves. It doesn't in Pretty Guardian either. Oh. And um, my, this is my theory. Um, Ami spends so much time writing uh, with pens. She has the sweetest biceps out of all of them, and no yeah. uniform can contain them. <laughs> That's my theory. I'm sticking that theory. to it. Her I support sweet it. Studious guns. I love studious it. Studious guns. I'm yes. going to start a band called Studious <laughs> Guns. <laughs> Um, yeah, so then in, in the end, she, uh, Sailor Mercury and Sailor Moon are triumphant and they, they solidify their friendship. I hate the ending in the nineties anime. (laughs) It feels so stilted and like Usagi's like, oh yay, I'm going to be friends with her because she's like, I feel like Usagi at this point has still not really given up on the idea of using Ami for her brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, they, like, shake hands, and it's, like, real awkward, and, like, nobody really seems that excited about this friendship. Right, right. <laughs> the more you watch the 90s one, the more nobody really seems to be super keen on hanging out. They're like, yeah, ah, this is kind of what we do. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Um, and in uh, in Pretty Guardian, obviously, they're both ecstatic about this friendship. Mm-hmm. Ami has no friends, so, I mean, she has no friends in any version, yeah. but, like, I feel like they really play that up in Pretty Guardian. Yeah, they do. So she's like, yay, I have a friend. And then we see Tuxedo Mask being ominous in the background being like, huh, so there's two of them. Yeah. And that's the only time we see yeah, yeah. him as Tuxedo Mask in this episode. Right. Um, and like, tuxi- what are you doing yeah. here? And Tuxedo Mask doesn't oh. show up in the 90s anime at it's all. No. Is there a deleted scene where um, the teacher at idiot school opens the door and goes, sir, can I help you? <laughs> why are you standing in front of my classroom? If you're not coming in, you need to why are Why are you wearing a tuxedo and a cape? Are you a Dracula? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Are you a Dracula? <laughs> my special students are scared of you. <laughs> you look like a Dracula. Uh, but the sort of equivalent scene in... Uh, <laughs> Sailor Moon Crystal is Jedi, like, standing there being like, ah, damn it, there's two of them now. And to which I wrote, little Ricky is not having it. (laughs) He cannot even. He just, little Ricky can't even. He's so Mm, mad about mm. this. Um, And I I liked the the, uh, ending interaction between uh, Usagi and Ami a lot better in that one, too, where... Uh, where they're like, yay, we're both guardians. And Ami's like, let's go have a meeting. And Usagi's like, but I want to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. So that is it for this episode. Any uh, final deep thoughts? Um, studying is bad for you. Don't do it. <laughs>
Um, please make new monsters. Don't go get your knockoff Power Ranger monsters when making a movie, children. Just go ahead and spend the extra budget to make new ones. <laughs> also, we can see your zipper. Uh, <laughs> and my final thought is smart kids need friends, too. Aww. <laughs> Gross. Oh, come on. <laughs> Okay, so that is going to wrap up this, our second episode of the Love and Justice podcast. Uh, where can we find you all on the internet? Oh, man. Well, I mean, uh, I'm on the tumbles, and I'm also on Instagram as Femineridity, F-E-M-I-N-E-R-D-I-T-Y. And then I am on Twitter as at Real Femineridity because someone stole my word. Mm-hmm. I am on Tumblr and on Twitter as uh, Unwinona. That's at Unwinona if you're going to Twitter. And uh, also on Facebook, I have a fan page. It's Lola Binkerd, B-I-N-K-E-R-D. And occasionally, occasionally I can be heard on Geek Show Podcast. Uh, rarely, whenever I'm in Utah. Um, sometimes that happens. That's on iTunes. It's good. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. You should follow me on Twitter. I'm hilarious. Uh, I don't understand why I don't have thousands of Twitter followers. Uh, also, uh, I have a Tumblr. I'm almost a palindrome, which is like a really cute name because like if you just use my first initial and my last name, like it's almost a palindrome, which means it's like spelled the same Front and backwards, because E5. Oh, that's where that Yeah, came that's where from? that came from. Yep, uh, E5. You're so gross. I am the grossest. Uh, uh, but I don't really do that, but man, am I all over Pinterest. <laughs> you live on the Pinterest. I do love Pinterest. This is a, actually, this isn't an episode for Sailor Moon. This is an intervention to talk about your Pinterest problem. <laughs> I actually stopped recording at the beginning. We were just trying to lull you into a false sense of security. Oh, no. We are taking your no, Pinterest away. No, don't take away. my Pinterest away. <laughs> I want to make all kinds of Halloween cupcakes. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's cupcakes? Yeah. Okay, you can keep it. Right. Okay, cool. But next month we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us all collectively on Twitter <gasps> at NerdStreet. That Yay. is the uh, Twitter handle for the NerdStreet Hoodlums. And you can find this podcast on Twitter as well uh, at LNJ. We would have used an and symbol, but Twitter doesn't let you do that. So it's L lowercase n J pod. Uh, so follow us there and keep up to date with all of our stuff. Do it. And we'll see you guys for the next episode. Bye.